Today's daf is Kedushin daf Ayin Hey, and we are 11 lines from the top of daf Ayin Dalid Amid Beis Viklolohu. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael Hanesunim Batzaru Bashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos Rafua Shalema for Yosi Ben Rachel, and as a schos Rafua Shalema for Tinaik Bas Leia and Eliza Bas Miriam. So yesterday, seven and a half years ago, at the end of the daf, we began the Mishnah on daf ayin dalad amadalv, and the Mishnah begins with a rather cryptic statement. The Mishnah says, "Kol ha'asurin lavoi bekal, mutarin lavoi zebezeh." Any person that's aser lavoi bekal Hashem is allowed to marry another person that's aser lavoi bekal Hashem. Rabbi Yehuda Oyser, Rabbi Yehuda said, I disagree. Oyser. Rabbi Lazar Oymer, Rabbi Lazar said, it depends. Vadon bevadon mutter. If you have two people that are vadai also love Hashem, they're allowed to marry each other. However, vadon besveikon. If you have someone that's for sure also love Hashem and he wants to marry someone that's only a suffix, whether he's also love Hashem, or sveikon bevadon. The sveikon, the sveikon, oser. And the Mishnah said, the Elohena sveikos, the following are examples of people who are suffic, whether they're mutter or oser, love it, Hashem, shtuki, asufi, vikuti. So this Mishnah is very, very loaded, and the first part of today's daf, which is really daf ayin dalad omid beis, is going to do a, a detailed analysis, poshib shat, understanding what's happening in the Mishnah. So let's just take it from the top. Kola asurin lovay bekal, mutarin lovay zebezet. It sounds like what the Mishnah is saying is that any person that's also lovay bekal Hashem, for example, a manzer, or a nasin, or a shtuki, or an asufi, the Allah is, if they want to marry each other, the Allah is, it's going to be mutar. Yehuda says, no, I disagree. That what you just said now is mutter is really going to be aser. Rabbi Lazar says, vaday bevaday is mutter, vaday besafik is aser. And the Gemara has two questions. Number one, the first line, kola asurin lobi bakal mutarin lobi zebezet. Isn't that something that was already mentioned in the first Mishnah of Asari Yuchsim? When the Mishnah mentioned the Asari Yuchsim that were Olomi Badal, and then the Mishnah took the ten Yuchsim and subdivided it into different groups, into different categories, and the Mishnah said very, very clearly, Geri Vecharuri, Mamzeri Vinesini, Shtuki Vasufi, these are all people that are not part of the Kalashem. Kulam Mutar and Lavei Zabazet, Allah is, they're all allowed to marry each other. So the Gemara's first kasha is that the Shita of the Tanakhama seems to be something that we already saw in the Mishnah of Samach Tesam and Aleph and that's the case why does it have to be repeated now since faith and mold in another Mishnah the second question was where Rabbi Yehuda is oyser what does Rabbi Yehuda mean? Rabbi Yehuda means to say that a manzer can't marry a mamzeres for sure not the only thing the Gemara thinks maybe Rabbi Yehuda is saying is that although a vadai Aser lovei bekal Hashem is allowed to marry a vaday aser lovei bekal Hashem, but vadam besveikon, besveikon bevadam, and sveikon besveikon are going to be aser. It's a chiddush that a suffik mamzer can marry a vaday mamzer because every suffik mamzer maybe is not a mamzer. So how could you marry a vaday mamzer? But the Gemara says if that's what Rabbi Yehuda meant when he was oser, then Hainu Rabbi Lazar. That's really the next sheet in the Mishnah. So there's two kashas that really is the launch pad for the Gemara's discussion. Number one, the sheet of the Tanakhama seems to be something that was already mentioned in the first mission of the Perak. And number two, Shittas Rabbi Yehuda is very unclear what exactly is Rabbi Yehuda coming to say. So, yesterday's daf, we saw the first of what's going to be four pshatim and had to understand the Mishnah. And that was mentioned by the Amoiri Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said a shtickle tire to explain the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Kolo asturin lovoi bekal, mutarin lovoi zebezeh, what the Mishnah means is not just anyone that's also lovoi bekal Hashem, such as a mamzer, a nasen, etc., etc. But what the Mishnah means to include is any person that's also lovoi bekal kohun. Any person that a koyin is not allowed to marry, mutarin lovoi zebezeh, would be allowed to marry another person that a coin is not allowed to marry, but even someone that's not able to enter the Kalasha. And what's an example of that? The Gemara said, a giyoris. A giyoris is someone that a coin is not allowed to marry. And the reason a coin can't marry a giyoris is because every giyoris was once uh, Oyvedes Koychavim, and stop Oyvedes Koychavim is Becheska Zoyna. 
coin's not allowed to marry a zaina. Isha zaina, grusha v'chalala. So, being that a coin can't marry a zaina, a coin can't marry giyoris. So, giyoris is someone that's also lovey b'kal kahuna, and the Tanakhama holds that if she's also lovey b'kal kahuna, she's mutter to marry a mamzera, she's mutter to marry someone that is also lovey b'kal Hashem, and the reason is because the Tanakhama of our mission is of the opinion that kahal gerim loy ikri kal. A mamzera is not allowed to enter the kal Hashem. Well, a ger is not considered kal Hashem, and as a result, the halacha is that a mamzer would be able to marry a gyeris. What does Rabbi Yehuda mean when Rabbi Yehuda says he doesn't mean Rabbi Lazar because that's Rabbi Lazar. What he means to say is that I disagree with what you're saying in that a gyeris is mutter to marry a mamzer because of kal gerim lo kal. Rabbi Yehuda says, I hold, and this is Rabbi Huda Shita and Shas, the Kal Gerim Ikri Kal, and being the Kal Gerim Ikri Kal, so uh, Giyoris actually is also lovely Bekal Hashem. If a Giyoris is someone that's considered Kahal Hashem, so therefore Giyoris would not be allowed to marry a Mamzer. So the Shita of the Tanakam in our Mishnah is that a Giyoris is mutter to marry a Mamzeris. That is a Chiddush that we didn't see in the first Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda, Oyser, because Rabbi Yehuda holds the Kal Geirim, Ikri Kal, and therefore, a Giyiris would not be allowed to marry a Mamz. Now, Toysfus asks a very obvious question, and that is, is that true? We didn't see in the first Mishnah that a Giyiris is someone that's allowed to marry a Mamzeris or a Mamzer? What did the first Mishnah say? Geri v'charuri, mamzeri v'nesini, shtuki v'asufi, kula mutarin l'afei zevazeh. The Mishnah said in a furish that uh, a ger is allowed to marry a mamzeris, or a giyoris is allowed to marry a mamzer. In fact, Rashi spoke out in the Mishnah, the kasavar, kahal gerim, loy ikri kal. So, Frank Toysfus, how do you answer the first question? You answer the second question. When Rabbi Yehuda is oyster, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't mean sveikam b'vadom and vadom b'sveikam. What Rabbi Yehuda means is that kahal gerim is Ikri kal. But as it relates to the first question, that the cheat of the Tanakam in this Mishnah was already mentioned in the beginning of Asar Yuchsin, Frey Toysvis had you answered the question. By including in the halach of this Mishnah a ger, Giyoris, that was included in the first Mishnah as well. Geri v'charuri, right? A ger is a ger, a charuri is a, a ger. And because it is Kasha, Toysfus says it's Muchach, that although the Gemara asked two Kashas, the first Kasha wasn't really the real Kasha. The real Kasha was the second Kasha. So sometimes the Gemara is going to ask two questions, Yehuda Kra. But the first question is not really Azoi Vichdik. Because Toysfus says if the Iker Kasha of the Gemara was the first Kasha, then it didn't answer it. The Iker Kasha was the second Kasha. The Gemara is just bringing the first kasha to show that we have to do a little bit more of an analysis of this Mishnah. Clearly, we're missing something. But if you can answer the second kasha without answering the first kasha, that would be enough to be able to go weiter. And Tais says it has to be that way because really the Gemara didn't answer the first kasha. But the bottom line is, what do we have here? We have Rabbi Yehuda, which is the first sheet in the Mishnah, and that is kol asurin lovey bekol. Doesn't just mean asur lovey bekol as in a mamzer, but kol asurin lovey bekol means even a giyores who's asur lovey bekol kahuna. That loch is mutar and lov is abizeh. Is allowed to marry anyone that's not allowed to enter the kalashem. Meaning, a giyoris can marry a manzer. And the reason is, because kal gerim lo yikri kal. Because he holds kal gerim yikri kal. So it's true, someone that's also lov of a kalashem can marry another person that's also lov of a kalashem. And even a shtuki vasufi sveikam v'adam is going to be mutar. What Rabbi Yehuda Schoelikin is, he holds that a kal gerim is yikri kal. And therefore, a giyoris with a mamzer, if something is going to be awesome. But the Gemara has two kashas on this shot of the Mishnah, and this is where today's daf begins. Uklolahu, says the Gemara, 11 lines from the top of Ayin Daladam base. Is this really a cloud? The Chol Asurun Lavi B'Kahal Kahuna Mutarun Lavi Zeva Zed, that any person that's also Lavi B'Kahal Kahuna is allowed to marry a mamzer? Meaning, if you can't marry a Koyin, you can marry someone that's also Lavi B'Kahal Asha. It's Fate the Gemara, Vareya Mono, Ugrusha, and Almana can't marry a kind. God, Grusha, Chalol, and Azayna can't marry any kind. So these are people that are also love a Kahuna. Asurin love is and they're not allowed to marry a Mamzer, right? No one's going to tell you that a Grusha is mutter to a Mamzer. Of course not. So what do you see from here? There's no such rule that someone that's also love a is mutter to marry someone 
that is also lobby bekal Hashem. So that's a pretty strong kasha on the Tanakama, on this rule of the Mishnah, the Suan, it sounds like from the Mishnah that someone that's also lovey bekal kahuna is mutter to marry someone that's also lovey bekal Hashem. Hum mutter aser. It sounds like if you have someone that's mutter lovey bekal kahuna, that person will be aser to marry someone that's also lovey bekal Hashem. Someone that's usher to enter the Kalkahuna can marry someone that's also love Hashem, implying that someone that's mutter to marry into the Kahuna is for sure going to be usher to marry someone that's also love Hashem. But the Gemara says that's not true because the Tanakam is of the opinion that. Kahal Gerim is Loyakrikal. So let's take the example of the Ger. A Ger is allowed to marry a Kohenes. So a Kohen can't marry a Geyoris because a Geyoris is Bechas Gazoyna. But a Ger can marry a Kohenes. Yet, Umutab Mamzeres, because you're telling me that Kahal Gerim is Loyakrikal. So you see that there are people that are Usr Lovey Bechal Kohuna that are also Usr to marry someone that's also lovey bekal Hashem. And you see that there are people that are mutter lovey bekal kahuna that are mutter to marry people that are also lovey bekal Hashem. So both sides of this rule are not true. So the Gemara's kasha is, is this really a rule? This rule is mufrich van Because of these two kashas, El Amr Abnasam Aroshio, Sram said, I'm going to tell you the second shah in the Mishnah. Now, Abnasam Aroshio's pshat, as we're going to see, is very similar to Rabbi Yehuda's pshat. It's just with a little bit of a knech, and this knech answers the two kashas. If you have someone that a coin is not allowed to marry this person's daughter, then the halacha is if a coin can't marry this person's daughter, then that person is allowed to marry a mamzer, mamzer, someone that's also lovey b'kal Hashem. So the rule is not that if a coin can't marry you, you can now marry a mamzer, mamzer. The rule is that if a coin can't marry your daughter, that's when you're muted to all those people that are also lovey b'kal Hashem. What's an example of someone that a coin is not allowed to marry his daughter? Ger If a ger marries a geyoris, according to Rebbe ben Yaakov, the halach is that the child of a ger and a geyoris is someone that a coin is not allowed to marry. The halach is mutar and love is That child is going to be mutter to marry someone that's also love Hashem. But the Gemara says, is that a rule? Meaning, so we just tweaked the rule a little bit. But even this tweaked rule, the 2.0 version of it, but is this also Eiskalten? The whole Kayan Shaaster Lisa has beaten Mutar and Love is ever said that any person that a Kayan is not to marry their daughter, Sinadach is this girl is Mutter to marry a Mamzer, Hari Chalol Shanasa Bas Yisrael, Chalol that marries a Bas Yisrael, the Kayan also Lisa Bitoi, Dalach is that a Kayan is not allowed to marry the daughter of a Chalol. So a Kayan can't marry the daughter of a Chalol. Dalach is Vasur and Namu Love is ever but that's Pashit, that the halacha is that she is going to be usher to marry a mamzer. So you're going to tell me because this Bas Yisrael's husband is a halal and daughter is someone that can't marry a coin, so therefore she's allowed to marry a mamzer? Of course not. But the Gemara says like Kasha. I don't know if that's a Kasha. Rabbi Destoy ben Yehuda. I could always tell you that our Mishnah holds like Rabbi Destoy ben Yehuda. We've seen already a few times in the Sugis that holds that the child of a chalol is actually not a chalol. If the child of a chalol is not a chalol, meaning chalol shenos abas Yisrael, the halach is that child is going to be mutalakayin. So if the child is going to be mutalakayin, so it's not a pircha on the rule. But the Gemara says that even Rabbi Sayyid ben Yehuda agrees with the following case. Hari chalol shenos a chalol, if a chalol marries a chalol, the kayin also lisa bitoy, where the kayin for sure is not allowed to marry the daughter, for sure the chalol is not allowed to marry a manzer. So how could you tell me this rule? You tell me if a kayin can't marry this person's daughter, so then that person's allowed to marry a mamzer. How about a chalala? A chalala is not allowed to marry a mamzer, and a koyin is not allowed to marry a chalala's daughter. A chalala shenos a chalala for sure, you're not allowed to marry the daughter. So how could you tell me such a lacha? The su, and the Gemara asked a second kasha, hamutter aser, again, implied from the rule is that if there's someone that a koyin is allowed to marry their daughter, so that person for sure it would be usher to marry a mamzer. A ger that's married to a bas Yisrael, 
a Koyin is allowed to marry the daughter of a Ger Shenasa Bas Yisrael. Right? The only time we said a Koyin is not allowed to marry the child of a Ger is if it's a Ger Shenasa Giyayus. But a Ger Shenasa Bas Yisrael, there a Koyin is allowed to marry the daughter. Umutar and Lavi Zebazan. A Koyin is allowed to marry a, a, a Ger is allowed to marry a Mamzeris because again, we're going Kal Gerim Leikri Kal. So the Gemara says that even if you want to tweak the rule a little bit, Zil Hachi, Zil Hachi, there's still going to be Perchaz on it. El Amrav Nachman, Amrav Baravua. So because of Again, the problems with the first Mahalach in the Mishnah. What was the first Mahalach in the Mishnah? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nasa Maroichia. It's Achashi Ishtayim. It's one approach, two different ways of applying it. And that is when we say, Kol Ha'asurin Lavoi Bekal, we don't just mean that the Asa Lavoi Bekal Hashem. Anyone that's Asa Lavoi Bekal Kahuna, the is, such a person is Mutter to marry a, a Mamzer. Mutter to marry a Mamzeres. The Gemara had problems with it. And whether you say it's Pitoi, or the person itself, either way, you're going to have issues with this. Because of that, the Gemara goes with a whole other approach, a much simpler approach. Rav Nachman said, in the name of Rav Baravu, Hocha mamzer me'achoysoi, u'mamzer me'eshes ish, ikebenai. You want to know what the machloik is between the Tanakam Rav Yehud is? It's not whether kal gerim ikri kal, and it's not whether mamzer's mutter v'shtuki, v'adom v'adom, v'adom v'sfeikon, right? It's none of the above. Rather, the machloik is a very general machloik how does somebody become a mamzer? How does somebody become a mamzer? Now we know from throughout Shas that there's machlokes Rabbi Kivin the Chachamim. What the definition of a mamzer is? According to the Chachamim, the offspring of a chayvei krisus is a, a mamzer. So if there was a chayvei krisus in kedushin toifsimba and a child was born, so the halach is that child is going to be a mamzer. Last week we spoke at raid, siba, simen, but the bottom line is that's that's how it works. Rabbi Kiva's chaylik, Rabbi Kiva holds that a child that's from, born from a chayvei lavin isn't ready going to be a mamzer. The truth is, there's a third sheet. A third sheet that gets forgotten sometimes. That sheet is the sheet of Rabbi Yeshua. It's mentioned in the Mishnah and the Perak HaChaylitz, Yivomis Tafantes. Rabbi Yeshua holds that the only time a child is a mamzer is if the child was born from a chayvei mises bezin. So it's not chayvei krisis, it's not chayvei lavin, but it's from a, a chayvei mises bezin. Says the Gemara, the machloikis in our Mishnah between the Tanakam Rabbi Yehuda is the machloikis between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yeshua. Whether a mamzer is from Chavi Krisos or whether a mamzer is Dafka from a, a Chavi Mises Bezer. Now it sounds a little bit just from reading the Gemara, the mamzer Me'achoysoi, meaning a child that's born from someone that's Ba'achoysoi, and mamzer Me'eshes Ish is a child that's born from someone that was Ba'achoysoi Ish. But Rashi says, Lav Dafka. Achoysoi is Lav Dafka, and Eshes Ish is Lav Dafka. Achoysoi is just an example of a Chayvi Krisos, and Eshes Ish is just an example of a, of a Chayvi Mises Bezin. If someone's Ba'achoysoi, B'meizid, he's Chayiv Karas. If someone's born in Eshes Ish, B'meizid, he's Chayiv Chenet. So, Achoysoi we're just using as an example of a Chayvi Krisos, and Eshes Ish we're just using as, as an example of a Chayvi Either way, that's the Ikibinah. Tanakama, so if a Tanakama holds, I feel a mamza meachoy say, Nami avi mamzer. That even a mamza meachoy say is considered a mamzer. Rabbi Huda Sav, Rabbi Huda holds, May Eshes Ish avi mamzer, Meachoy say le avi mamzer. That the only time someone's considered a mamzer is if he was ba, May Eshes Ish from a chayvi misus besa. So how do you read in the Mishnah? So it's not clear in the Mishnah. We're being matrikin in the Mishnah because we're a little lost there. But really, what the Mishnah is saying is, The point is that anyone that's also lovey bakal, such as a mamzer, is mutal lovey zebezet. And the Tanakhama says, What he's saying is, is that anyone that's even buffer from a chavi krisis is considered a mamzer, thus mutar and lovey zebezet. Rabbi Huda says that if you're buffer from a chavi krisis, you're not a mamzer. As a result, Author to be treated like a mamzer and you can't marry any of the people they call. How then does somebody become a mamzer? He has a higher standard. It has to be someone that was born from a chayve misas bezin. But the Gemara says, if that's the machloik is here between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yehuda, why do I need this mission over here? Tanina, we learned it already in Misachtis Yivam. It says, oh, mamzer, what's the definition of a mamzer? Kol shubalo yavoy, Rabbi Kiva says, any child that's born from a chayvi, lavin is considered a mamzer. Shemenati money, yoyim, shemenati money says, kol shechayavin, olav, kores, bidei shamayim. Any child that's born from a chayvi krisos. And by the way, Allah kedvarah. Of course, that is the halacha. That is the definition of a mamzer, a child that's born from a chavi krisis. Rabbi Shua, I mean, Rabbi Shua holds kol shechayov and all of misas bezin. Anyone that's born from a misas bezin. But what do you see? You see that the Tanakhama or Rabbi Akiva, Shimonatimani, Rabbi Shua, they already debated this point whether or not a child 
that's born from a chayvi krisis, not from a chayvi misis bezin, as a mamzer nasif. That's the machloikis here between the Tanakam Rabbi Yehuda, the Chura, it's Chazar Sashir. We know this already, not from the Mishnah in the beginning of Parakasar Yuchsim, but we know this from Parakachoylitz. We know it from a Sechtes Yivamas already. So the Gemara feels it a little bit hard to reconcile and to say that that's what this machloikis is. Let me buy you, it's dachuk in the Lashon of the Mishnah. That's what's going on over here. It doesn't sound like it. But besides, this is a machloikis that we know already from somewhere else. And if that's the case, so why are we arguing about this here again? So because of this, the Gemara says, Elo Amma Rava, so finally Rava said, let me tell you B'Shad in our Mishnah. He said, Gera Moini Umeyavi Ikebeinayu. You want to know what the machloikis was between the Tanakam and Rabbi Yudah and our Mishnah? The machloikis was whether Ger uh, from Amoinu Mayov is going to be mutter to marry a Mamzeres or not mutter to marry a Mamzeres. As the Gemara, this is the way you're supposed to read the Mishnah. Anyone that's also Lavi Bakal. So Amoinu Mayov are unique that it says in the Torah, So the Amin and Mayov, even the convert is not let to marry into the Kalashem. So being that they're not allowed to marry into Kalashem, so they're not considered Kalashem. That's pretty straightforward. And just to be clear, the Geirin, right? No one says the Geirin is not Chal. Of course the Geirin is Chal. They're Yidin. But they're just not allowed to enter the Kalashem. So they're like the Mamzer, who's also a Yid, but he's just not allowed to enter the Kalashem. So what the Tanakam of the Mishnah is saying is that a Geirin, a Mutter to marry Mamzer, Mamzeris, and the reason is because they're all also love it, Kalashem. So if they're all also love it, Kalashem, so it's, it's going to be okay. And the truth is, if you think about this, and this is going to play out in the Gemara in a second, that even if you hold Kal, Geirin, Mikri, Kal, but that's only a gear that's allowed to enter the cow. But if you have a gear that can't enter the cow, such as an Amori Mayavi, so for sure it would make sense that they should be mutter with a Mamzer Mamzeres. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, am I Rabbi Yehuda Oyser? Why would Rabbi Yehuda say it's awesome? Meaning, Rabbi Yehuda's sheet is Kal Geir Mikri Kal. Okay, so you want to tell me for that reason you're like, Geir can't marry a Mamzeres? Say there, I got it. But if we're dealing with a Ger Mayavi, how could he possibly argue on that? So Yomar says, you're right. In this fourth Pshad, in El Amar Rav, you have to say there's really no Machloik is. And Hachi Kama, this is where you have to read the Mishnah. Afal Pi, Shne Rabbi Yehuda Oyser, even though Rabbi Yehuda was Oyser, Ger B'Mamzeres, a Ger Mariam Mamzeres, because of his sheet of the Kal Ger Mikri Kal, but Hani Mili Ger the Royal Love of Bakal, that's only true for Ger that's a lad enter the Kal. Aval Ger Amoni Mayavi, they ain't ruining Love of Bakal, but a Ger Amoni Mayavi that are not able to enter the Kal over there, Rabbi Huda is going to agree. So, what's the final shot? We're not going to recap all four shot, then we'll just skip to the Ella Marava, the fourth and final shot. The way you read the Mishnah is like this Kala Surin Lavoi Bakal, Mutarin Lavoi Zebezeh. We know that already. That was the first Mishnah. Geiri, Harori, Mamzeri, Shtuki, Asufi, Beduki, they're all going to marry each other. So what's the Chiddush? Now the Chiddush over here is that Amoini Mayavi, that's a little bit of a Knech, that the Amoini and the Mayavi, they're also Mutter Lava Zebezeh. Rabbi Yehuda Oyser means not that Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with that. But Rabbi Yehuda says, I disagree that a Ger is not let him marry Mamzer. Because Ger being able to marry a Mamza would be predicated on Kal Gerim Laikri Kal, I old Kal Gerim Azikri Kal. However, although I'm Oyser, I agree with this new Knech here in this Mishnah that a Ger, Mayavi, they would be Mutter because being that they can't enter the Kal Hashem, so that's Pashit, all the people that can't enter the Kal Hashem of Laikri Kal, and that's this Halacha that they're all Mutar and Lava Izebazah. So this concludes the first part of the Daf. It concludes the hardest part of the Daf, but the rest of the Daf is not necessarily. Easy. Zoktigamaravaita, part two. Tonarabanon. We learned in a brysa. This brysa is a toisefta in Mesechtis Nido. Bentesna Shonaviyaimecha. So a boy that's nine years and one day old. Ger. And he was a ger, meaning he was born non Jewish, but he converted. He was an Amoini, a Mayavi, a Mitzri, or an Adoimi. So what's unique about these four gerim? The Amoyim, the Mayavi, the Mitzri, and the Adoimi are the four nations that if somebody is Megayu, the Allah is they can't just enter the Kalashem. Now, the Allah is different. Amoyim, Mayavi are never allowed to enter the Kalashem. Gamdoy Rasiri. Mitzri and the Adoimi, only the first two generations that can't enter the Kalashem, but the Dor Shlishi already can. But either way, if you have a Ger that's either Amoyim, Mayavi, Mitzri, and Adoimi, meaning it's Asr for them to be loved by the Kalashem, or if you have a Kuti, more about that tomorrow, the Nosin, 
We know about that. Any of the aforementioned. So this is a whole list of people that are apostle. So if any one of these people, they were born a regular Bas Yisrael. Whether she was a Kohenes, she's a Levia, a Yisrael. Meaning it doesn't matter if her father's a Kohen, Levi, Yisrael. If she's a Jewish girl, they make her apostle, that moving forward she'll never be allowed to marry a Kohen. This is a very important halach. That if a girl doesn't matter if she's a Bas Koyin, Bas Levi, Bas Yisrael. If she's involved in a B.S. Isser, this is Allah Halamaisa, then the din is that she is not allowed to ever marry a Koyin. Now, this big machloik is Rishonim, why? Right, Rishonim hold, it's because a girl that's Nivala to Apostle has a din of a Zaina. A Koyin's not allowed to marry a Zaina. Koyin can't marry a Grusha, Koyin can't marry a Zaina. Other Rishonim say, it's machloik is Rashi, that it's not because she has a din of a Zaina, but it's because she has a din of a Chalala. Koyin can't marry a Chalala. If she is Nivala to Apostle, she gets a din of a Chalala. But the bottom line is, a Bas Yisrael that's Nivala to a Apostle, so the halacha is she moving forward, poshet midin zayna would not be allowed to marry a kai. What if there's a panuya ba'ala panuya? Let's say you have a bas yisrael and she was nivala, it was a bias nos, wasn't to apostle, it was someone that she could have married, but there was a bias nos. So that's Rabbalaza shita. Rabbalaza holds panuya ba'ala panuya asuakizayna. That even a panuya ba'ala panuya, the girl has a din zayna, lamay nafkemina. There's halacha. She's a zayna in halacha. She's not allowed to marry kai. And even though Rabbi Shita is mentioned throughout Shas, everyone knows Rabbi Shita. However, we don't pass like Rabbi Laza. We don't hold that upon our Bala Pnu is a Suakizayna. So the only time she's considered a Zayna is like in this Mishnah, where she was Nivala to a Gera Moyni Mayavi Mitzivadaymi, or she was Nivala to a Kuti, or to a Nasan, or to a Chal or a Mamzer. The point is, the beer was done to someone that she would not be allowed to marry. It was. A B.S. Isser by definition, but it was also a B.S. Isser because she was married to someone she wasn't allowed to marry. And by the way, just to be clear, we hold, not like Rabbi Akiva, we hold Kedushin is Toifus Bechai Ve'lavin. It's important in some of the verbiage of the Gemara coming up right now. So if a Mamzer marries a Bas Yisrael, for example, the Kedushin is We had a Kasha, I... Called the Makadish, I the Rabbanu Makadish. It's not Kedas Moshe Yisrael. We spoke at the Kasha from the Bris Avram. Maybe the Edim shouldn't be Kasher Edim because of Taisus and Bav Mitzayi and Hayam Abayz Lufna Iver Leisit Amichshal facilitating this illicit marriage. But the bottom line is the Kedushin is Ha. So let's say you have a Bas Yisrael who's married to a Mamza. She was married, the Kedushin, and then her husband dies, and then she's read a Shidduch to a Kayan. Allah, she can't marry the Kayan. Why? Because she was nivela to a mamzer. Even though she was nivela to the mamzer, Dorech kedushin, but it doesn't matter. At the same, the nekuda is not that it was derech nos versus derech ishos. The nekuda is that she was nivela. And if she is nivela to any one of these psulim, so the Allah is paslua moving forward, she has a din zayna, and she will not be able to marry a kind. That is the sheet of the Tanakam. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi said the same Allah, but he said it in language that was a little bit more Intricate. He said, Kol Shezaroi Apostle. Anytime you have a person that's Apostle, but he's not just Apostle, his children are also Apostle. So then the Allah is Apostle. If he's Bana, Bas Nisrao, the Allah is she's going to be Apostle. Kol Shezaroi Apostle. But if you have somebody that's not himself Apostle, I'm sorry, that himself is Apostle, but his children are not Apostle, any Apostle, then the Allah is, that beer will not make the woman, uh, Zoyna, that she shouldn't be able to marry a Kai. Rav Shem Gamliel also said the same thing, but he said it in his own Nosach. He said, If there's a person that you're allowed to marry his daughter, meaning he's possible, but at the same time, if you wanted to marry his daughter, you can marry his daughter, then if he marries a Bas Yisrael, even though he wasn't allowed to, that Allah is he'd be allowed to marry the Almana, she's not going to have a dinner of his life. But if you have someone that you're not allowed to marry his daughter, I mean, he's so possible that you can't even marry his daughter, then that Allah is, if he marries a Bas Yisrael, the Bas Yisrael is going to have a dinner of his life, and eat at the So, the Tanakama. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying that if you have a Bas Yisrael, it doesn't matter if she's a Kayanis Levia or just a regular Israelis. If you have a Bas Yisrael, she was never looked to apostle. The Bryce gave a whole bunch of examples of it. The halacha is now moving forward, she is not ever allowed to marry a Kayan. She has a din of a Zayn. However, there seem to be three shittas here. The Tanakhama said it very, very broadly. Rabbi Yossi said it's only true if that apostle is someone whose children are also apostle. Rabbi Shem Gamliel said that it's true, but 
you need not only that his offspring should be possible, but you need even that his daughter should be possible. But kosha atenoisa bitoi, then already atenoisa almanusa. So we have to understand the nafkemina lalacha between these three nuschais. Obviously, there's a machlokes over here. It's not just semantics, right? So there's a three-way machlokes. What is the machlokes? What's the nafkemina lalacha between the sheet of the tanakam and the sheet of Rabbi Yosi? Om Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan, and said very gishmak mitzri sheni ikbe nayo. The machlokes would be if you have a mitzri sheni. Meaning, what would be if a mitzri sheni was ba on a bas yisrael? With this bas yisrael now. Have a din of a zayin that you can't marry Koyin or not. A mitzri sheni is aser lavoi bekal Hashem. He is somebody that's apostle. However, his son is going to be a mitzri shlishi. A mitzri shlishi is already mutter. So if the hagdara is that you yourself apostle, mitzri sheni is apostle. But Rabbi Yosi said kol shezaroi apostle. It's not enough that you're apostle. You need that your children are also. You're so apostle that even your children are apostle. Oh, you need kol shezaroi apostle. Mitzri sheni's children are mitzri shlishi. Are going to be kosher. So what's the hezber? What's the aside of the machloek? They both learned. Their respective shittas from Kain Gadol Baal Mano. Now, why would they have learned it from Kain Gadol Baal Mano? So Rashi says the reason is based on a Gemara Lekaman coming up in a few days that the Makar to this idea that a woman that's nivela to apostle is now usher to a Kain is learned out from the parish of Amonel Kain Gadol. So if the Makar Exhibit A, the source is Amonel Kain Gadol, so let's analyze Amonel Kain Gadol and. From there, we can learn our shintas. And that's what they both did. Both Tanon looked at the parish of Monol Kangado, and they both walked away seeing the world differently. They both had their shintas. Tanakama, so Tanakama held ki Kangado Balmana. Has to be dummy the kind of Amana. Okay, my kind of Amana should be also about there. Upoisalba, Amana kind of Godel is a BS Isser, and Upoisalba, she now becomes also to ever marrying a guy, and Afkol should be also about there. Upoisal. So the same is true anytime there's be also about there. Mitzri Shani, be also about there is going to be boss. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, okay, kind of Amana. He saw more in kind of Amana. My kind of Amana, Shazari Apostle, just like kind of Amana, the children are Apostle, right? The children are Chalalim. And you see, it's Paisel. Avkoshas are Paisel. So, too, any time where the offspring will be Paisel, so that's when we say he has an ability to be Paisel. As opposed to a Mitzri Shani, if he has a child right now with this woman, the child is not going to be a Paisel. Shein Zare Paisel. You see that the Darshlish is already allowed to be. Enter the Kal Hashem. So Mitzri Sheni is not Dumi to Amonel Kangadol. Amonel Kangadol have a child. The child is a Chalol. A Mitzri Sheni and a Bas Yisrael has a child. The child is a Kosher. Not a Mayuchis, but he's a Kosher. And being that that's the case, so it's for that reason, so you can't learn from Amonel Kangadol and Mitzri Sheni. Rishim Gamliel. Rishim Gamliel was the third sheet in the Bray. So he said, Kosher Atenoisa Bitoi Atenoisa Almanos. Kosher Atenoisa Bitoi Atenoisa Almanos. Meaning, according to Rishim Gamliel, it's not enough that the person's possible. Not enough that he has children that would be possible. You need that even his daughter should be possible. Meaning, it's possible, it sounds like, for someone to have sons that are possible, not his daughters. And that's where Shem Gavliel is coming to be Moisa. That if you could be Noisa Bitoi, then you could be Noisa Almanasa. The only time Iyata Noisa Almanasa, the only time the Bia creates Isser, is if it's Iyata Noisa Bitoi. So the Mar says, Might you could be Rabbi Yosef of Shem Gavliel. What is the Nafkimino? Rabbi Yosef says, Zaroi, and Rabbi Shem Gavliel added Bitoi. Amar Ula, Ula said, again, Gishma, Ger Amoini Umayavi Ikebenayo. Nafkimino would be a Ger Amoini Umayavi. What's unique about a ger amoyni mayavi? So, lo yove amoyni bekal Hashem. But as the Gemara is about to say, and everybody knows this, amoyni v'le amoynis. And lo yove mayavi bekal Hashem. But mayavi v'le mayavis. Dovin amelech toichiyach, right? So, the halach is, it's only the scharim, it's not the nekevis. So, if it, you need that zare puzzle, that he has offspring, that's puzzle, and that's enough to say that he's a puzzle, and he had to know he's so... Moinu uh, Mayavi's children, Zucharim Al Kaponim, are apostle. But if you need Kol Shiatanoi Sabitoi, the daughter of an Amoinu Mayavi, you have Amoinu Vile Amoinus Mayavi Vile Mayavis, and therefore it's going to be Motan. Again, the Shnei Loyalam Dua, Elam Kain Galabamano. They both learned it from the source, which is Amonul Kain Galabamano. That if the Makar is Amonul Kain Galabamano, it has to be Domin to Amonul Kain Galabamano. Makar Kain Galabamano, Shazari Possible, Possible, Afkol Shazari Possible, Possible. That they have a child, the child is going to be possible. Okay, this Mitzri Shani or this Amoyri Mayavi, I should say, 
if has a child, the child is going to be possible. Shem Gamliel, Kekoyin Gadol. Shem Gamliel holds, has to be like a Kekoyin Gadol, but mamish like the Kekoyin Gadol, Amon. Amon Kekoyin Gadol, Amon Kekoyin Zari Apostle. Amon Kekoyin Gadol is unique that it's not just some Zari Apostle. The boys, the girls, they're all going to be possible. Av Kol Shekol Zari Apostle. So too, the only time your Paisal is if all your children are Paisal, meaning Afilu Nekevois, even the girls, Lafuki Ger Amoyni Mayavi, as opposed to Ger Amoyni Mayavi, the Nekevois have Ukshay Rois Lava Bekal, because we know the Nekevois I'm to love So the bottom line is, we have three shnitas here in the brayse as it relates to this halacha that a bas yisrael that's never to apostle. The halacha is this bas yisrael that didn't have She is not allowed to marry a kohen. We had the Tanakama shita, Rabbi Yosi shita, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel shita. Tanakama said the halacha very very broadly. Rabbi Yosi said kosh. Zari Puzzle, Puzzle, the Chosha in Zari Puzzle, any Puzzle. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, he narrowed it down, he diluted the rule even a little bit more. Kneched it. Kosha Atenoise Bitae Atenoise Almanasi. It's only if Chosha Atenoise Bitae Atenoise Almanasi. After further review, what are the three Shittas? According to the Tanakama, if a Bas Yisrael is Nivala, Bias Iser, meaning to someone that is Oser to her, then the halacha is, she becomes a zoyna, she is also to marry a kohen. According to Rabbi Yossi, it's not enough that she's also to this person, you would need that she's also also to this person's children. Lamayin a mitzri sheni. A mitzri sheni is someone that is also, so that in the world of the Tanakama, this woman would be rendered a zoyna as a result of the beer. But according to Rabbi Yossi, a mitzri sheni's son is a mitzri shlishi. And as a result... It's not Zari Apostle. Rav Shem Gamliel said that it's not enough that this person has a child that's Apostle. You would need that all his children should be Apostle. Meaning, even the Nekevis. the Ger Amoini Umayavi, where that person is Apostle. So that according to the Tanakama, you're out. She would be now a Psula to a Kayan. Not just that, he has children that are apostle. Uh, Amoini's child is just the next generation Amoini, 14th generation Amoini. It's still also love it, but God Hashem. However, the Nekevis Amotar, and being that the Nekevis Amotar, according to Rabbi Shemuel Gamliel, that's not enough. Because Kosha Atenoisa Bittai, Atenoisa Almanasa. Either way, those are the three sheets over here in the Bryce. Amrav Chizda, Rav Chizda said as a postscript to this Allah. He said, How come Oidim? Everybody agrees, meaning all three sheets that we just mentioned, Sai the Tanakama, Sai Rabbi Yosi, Shem Gamliel, Balmonas Isa. If you have the Almona of an Isa, Shepsula Lukayan, so the Allah is that this child is going to, or that this woman, if she was married to an Isa, she's going to be possible to a Kayan. So what exactly? Is an Almonas Isa. So Almonas Isa, Rashi quotes the Gemara and Ksubis Tafidal, and now this is the end of Perikpsulinesis, that says that an Isa is a woman that's a Suffolk Chalo, or a man. That's a Suffolk Chalo. So an Isa is a Suffolk Chalo. Why do we refer to him as Isa? Isa is dough, there's a lot going on, it's a whole Taruvis. So you have a situation over here where you have a person that's a whole Taruvis, you must look exactly what he is. So he is a Suffolk Chalo. How would somebody become a Suffolk Chalo? So it's very simple. A coin marries. A Suffolk Grusha. So Kayin marries a, a woman that was a Suffolk Grusha. Had she become a Suffolk Grusha? So Chazal's classic case is where a man threw a get to his wife and it was Suffolk Karevla, Suffolk Karevla. It was literally equidistant between him and her. As a result, she's a, a Suffolk Migureshes. So this woman was a Suffolk Grusha. If we marry a Kayin, the child by definition would be a, a Suffolk Chalo. So the Amana of a Suffolk Chalo can never marry a Kayin. Why? Says the Gemara, Rav Chizda talking, because man mekel bahani tanoi, Rav Shem Who is the biggest mekel of the three shittas? It was Rav Shem Gamliel. And what was Rav Shem Gamliel's kula? He said, that if there's even some offspring of this person that you're allowed to marry, that's not apostle, so that would be enough for you to be able to marry now the Almana. But even he acknowledged that if you can't marry the daughter, and if that's the case, include it. Right? Usually sounds like I'm saying something extra. The point is, is the way Rashi explains it, included in this rule is the wife of uh, Isa, meaning the wife of a Suffolk Cholol. And the reason is because the wife of a Suffolk Cholol is 
a cholo or a suffolk cholo that has a child, the child is going to be what? Fight their suffolk cholo. So that being that that child is going to be oser, and even the girl is going to be a chalala, so it's iatenoi sebita, if it's iatenoi sebita, so it's iatenoi almanasai. So again, almanas isa, said Rav Chizda, is included in everything that we just said. And the reason is because, again, who's the biggest maker of Shem Gamliel? Rav Shem Gamliel says if you can't marry the daughter, then you can't marry her. You can't marry the daughter of uh, an Amon Asisa. So if you can't marry the daughter of an Amon Asisa, so you wouldn't be able to marry an Amon Asisa. Now it sounds like there's some Chiddush over here, right? Because from all these surim and all the psulim you can come up with, Rav Chizda felt it very necessary for us to know that Isa I mean, it's a very faplontedigah case, Almanas Isa, you can't even say it. And as a result, why did Rav Chizda feel that he had to say it? And in fact, even in the, in the Shprach of the Gemara, Rav Shimon Gamliel said, Kol like, it, we're going out of our way to make this point. So the Gemara I'll tell you why. Because the truth is, what he just said did Rav Chiz a little bit of a Chiddush. Because in fact, he's going not like certain Tanoim. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, this Mishnah is a Mesech, this idiot. Hey, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yudim Ben-Meseir. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yudim Ben-Meseir, both said, hey, this, Alamonas Iso, Shnek Sheiro Lekuhuna. Then Alamonas Iso is Kshero Lekuhuna. My time, oh. Why would an Alamonas Iso be Kshero Lekuhuna? And the reason is because she's a svek sveka, the svek sveka lakula. And whenever you have a svek sveka, you always go lakula. Now, not for now, but there's a big discussion in the Rishonim. Why would an Amonas Isa be a svek sveka? Right? What's the uniqueness of the Amonas Isa? She's married to an Isa. She's married to a Safi Khalal. Okay. So, on the side that she's married to a Khalal, She's a regular psula. And on the side that she's not married to a chal, she's a kshayra. But it's one suffolk. What's the suffolk? Her husband. Is he a chal or is he not a chal? Right? What's a svek svek? A svek svek is when you have a double suffolk. Like a suffolk, ben benoish shal suffolk. In this story of the Amman Asisa, there's one suffolk. There was a woman and uh, there was a, a shayla whether she was divorced or not divorced. Okay, then a kain married her. So it created a suffolk. You might have just married someone you're not allowed to marry. You might be chayv malkus. Okay, then they had a child. It created another something. Is this child a chal or is this child not a chal? Then this child went ahead and married a regular Basisro. Well, it just created a third Shiloh, whether or not she just became a psula as, as an awasugya, or didn't become a psula. Let's say they had a child. Whatever, you come up with a 50 different nafkeminas la'alacha. But these are all nafkeminas that spills a chais from one underlying suffix, and that is, was the woman a, a grusha or was she not a grusha? That's not sfek sfek. Sfek sfek is when there's a a suffix, there's like two reasons to assume, let's say, in the original suffix, that maybe this woman was not a Grusha. So the Rishonim asked the Kash, in fact, because it is Kash, a lot of Rishonim learned the Sugi of Amonasisa, not like Rashi. Rashi learned Amonasisa the way we just explained it, that this woman was married to a suffix because the, this man's mother was a suffix Grusha and his father was a Kayin. But if that's the case, then where does the Sfex Faker come from? Now, the Pashib Shad, in why this would be referred as a Sfex Faker, Rashi's words are, because by Lahaya Safik, the Safik was really in her husband, the Hibami It's a few degrees removed. Yeah, very, very sussum. Obviously, when you learn the sugis of Sveikis, this is a very, very important sugi. We're not learning it now, so we're going to go back to this. Again, this next third Gemara we're going to learn is maybe a little bit easier than the previous Gemara, but nothing's easy in today's time. So going back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah had a machloikis, a machloikis between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda, whose shita was a little bit unclear, but for sure, and Rabbi Lazar, whether a Sophic mamzer is allowed to marry a Vadai mamzeres, whether a mamzer is allowed to marry a Sophic mamzeres, whether a Shtuki and a Sufi can marry a mamzer and a mamzeres, right? It's all the same. So a mamzer can marry a mamzeres. That's partial. They both can't enter the Kala Hashem, and as a result, they're both allowed to get married, obligated to get married. Maybe they're even a kind of mitzvah purvu, but the point is, they can marry each other. The question is, what about a Suffolk mamzer? Can he marry a mamzeris? Or a Suffolk mamzeris, can he marry a mamzer? So that clearly in our Mishnah was a machloikis. Tanakama said, kol asurun lovey bekal mutarun lovey zebezeh. And based on the fourth and final shot of Shintas Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda agrees with that. And Rabbi Loza was chaylik. Rabbi Loza said, vadon be vadon mutar. 
However, vadon besveikon, sveikon bevadon, or sveikon besveikon aser, ve'eloin asveikon, shtuki asufi vekuti. Now, kuti we're going to see in tomorrow's daf. But what is shtuki and asufi? So shtuki is where we know who the child's mother is, we don't know who the child's father is. As a result, sufik mamzer. And asufi is where we don't know who the child's father is or the child's mother is, and as a result, sufik mamzer. So Rabbi Lozer's chiddush in the Mishnah is that although avada mamzer can marry a mamzeres, but only avada and avada. But once it's a sufik not, and in svar, logically, Rabbi Lozer makes a lot of sense. And the reason is because how could a sufik mamzer marry a avada mamzeres? On the side that the sufik mamzer is not a mamzer, it's not a mamzer, then you're being over in a sederai. So that was already discussed in the Gemara. Right now, the Gemara is going to bring a machloikis amayron, machloikis rav and shmuel, as it relates to the halacha. Do we paskin like the Tanakam in our Mishnah that even sveikam bevadon is mutter, or do we paskin like Rabbi Lazar that it's only vadon bevadon that are mutter, but once there's any tzad suffolk over here, then it's going to be us. It's the Gemara, Om Rabbi Yudam Rav, Rabbi Yudam said in the name of Rav, halacha to Rabbi Lazar. The halacha is like Rabbi Lazar. Incidentally, if you look at the Mishnah and the Gemara, there's a shayla of the girsas, Rabbi Liezer, Rabbi Lazar. The Iker girsas seems to be Rabbi Lazar. But there is a Tzad, in our Gemara, it says Rebbe Liezer. One of the rayas l'chayra, that the Gears is not Rebbe Liezer, because if it was Rebbe Liezer, we wouldn't pass like Rebbe Liezer, because we very, very, very infrequently pass like Rebbe Liezer. Rebbe Liezer was Shamuti. Definitely supporting the Gears of Rebbe Liezer. But either way, so Rav, when Rabbi Yehuda said over to Shmuel what he heard from Rav, so Rabbi Yehuda we know was a Talmud of Rav, and then after Rav's petiri he went to learn by Shmuel. That's why throughout Shas, Amr Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav, and Amr Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel, he was a Talmud Muvik of the two greater Shishivas in Babel during that Kufa, Sai Rav and Shmuel. So Rabbi Yehuda was Makabal from Rav, that Allah is Makabal Then he went to Shmuel, and he said, I told Shmuel what I heard from Rav, Amali. So Shmuel told me, sometimes he would refer to him as Shinana, not here. Amali, he said, Hill Shain Asari Yuchsan Olami Bavel. The Kuma Mutari Lava is Ebazet. Hill said, Asari Yuchsan Olami Bavel, and they're all Mutter Lava is Ebazet. At Amrit Alachik Rebelazar, and you're saying that Alachik Rebelazar. Now, this one line, Asari Yuchsan Olami Bavel, the Kula Mutari Lava is Ebazet. Hill never said, right? That's taken out of context. The Asari Yuchsan that were Olami Bavel included Kayanim and Mamzerim. They're not all Mutari Lava is Ebazet. But what he meant was, go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Asar Yusun Olmibav. And then the Mishnah divided it into groups. And the last group was the Geiri and the Haruri. And it mentioned over there also the Mamzeri and the Nasini. And it mentioned the Sufi Shtuki or Baduki. They were all included in that same grouping. And you see clearly then that the Mamzeri and the Shtuki and the Asufi, who are the Sufic Mamzer, are allowed to marry each other. So at the end of the day, so, so Rabbi Yehuda said, I went to Shmuel, and Shmuel told me, how could you say this? How could Rabbi Paschal like Rabbi Lazar? L'churi is keneged the Stam Mishnah. Either way, that seems to be the machlekes between Rabbi and Shmuel. That Rabbi holds Allah like Rabbi Lazar, and Shmuel says that Allah is like the Stam Mishnah, not like Rabbi Lazar, like the Tanakam in our Mishnah. But the Gemara says, Rami the Rav, the Rav, Rami the Shmuel, the Shmuel. there's a stira in Shitas Rav, and there's a stira in Shitas Shmuel. The Itmar, Arusa She'ibra, in Arusa, that is pregnant. So you have an Arusa, and suddenly she's a Mu'uberes. So there's a Shiloh. Who did the child come from? Rav, my Rav says, Avlad Mamzer. The child is a Mamzer. The Shmuel, and Shmuel says, Avlad Shtuki, the child is going to be a Shtuki. So you have an Arusa, who is a Mubaris, you don't know who the father of the child is. Now, if there's a married woman who's a Mubaris, so you don't start clearing Shailas, I don't know who the father of the child is, and you assume for sure that whoever the father is, is the father of the child. The uniqueness of this case is that although there's a husband, but she's only an Arusa, and we know that an Aris and an Arusa are also lovers at the Kenido, Chazal said, right? Kalabloi Bracha is Asur Kenido. So you're not allowed to therefore have a Bia. And as a result, there's certainly no Roiv Be'iloi Sa'achar Abal. So that even though there is a husband here in this picture, but at the same time you don't have the Roiv. And because you don't have the Roiv, what's the halacha of this child that's going to be born? So Rav said the child is going to be a Manzer, and Shmuel said the child is going to be a Shtuki. Now, we need some Teresh about Pat before we go back there. The reality is the child is going to be a Suffolk, right? You, you can't know for sure who the, what the child is. If you don't know who the father is, how could you know for sure what the child is going to be? So therefore, when Rav says Avlan Mamzer, what's he saying? What he's saying is that I'm going to treat the child as if he's a Vaday Mamzer. I is only a Suffolk Mamzer. 
Well, what Rav is saying is that a Suffolk mom says a mom says it. sounds like that's what he's saying. When Shmuel says that Havlad Shtuki, what's he saying? No, I, this is a classic Shtuki. What's a Shtuki? Right, you say Abba Abba and your mother says, Shh, quiet, because that Lav Dafke, he's the father, right? So you have a Suffolk who the father is. And what's the halacha then that Shmuel's saying is? No, a Suffolk mamzer is a Suffolk mamzer. In other words, Lechura, the Shaila is, do you treat a Shtuki like a Mamzer or do you treat a Shtuki like a Shtuki? Is a Suffolk Mamzer a Vade Mamzer or not? Rav says you treat like a Vade Mamzer, Shmuel says you treat like a Suffolk Mamzer. Zok, the Gemara, that's Mamish Fakir from the way Rav and Shmuel set up the Halacha of whether we pass like the Tanakam in our Mishnah, whether we pass like Rabbalaz in our Mishnah. Rav said Halacha Karabalaz. It sounds like Mamzer Luchut Vashtuki Luchut. So why is he saying over here, Avlad Shtuki? I'm sorry, Avlad Mamzer, Luchut Vashtuki Vashtuki. And Shmuel said just the opposite. Shmuel said that the Halacha is like Tatanakama, meaning that a Suffolk bevadai is mutter, and that a shtuki in halacha is treated like a mamzer. So why over here is Shmuel the one that said Avlad Shtuki? So it's a steerous sign, Rav sign Shmuel. So the Gemara says that because of this kasha, epoch, you have to flip it around. You have to say, I skipped the line. Says Marav, Marav says Avlad Mamzer, what we just spoke out, Umutta be Mamzeris. Vishmul Amavlad Shtuki Vasa be Mamzeris. Right, Lachayra, that's what he means to say. So if that's what he means to say, so Lachayra, it's Tach Mefurish da. In this Machlaikis, Rav Shmuel, not like they argued in the previous Machlaikis. So says the Gemara, the easy answer, Epoch. You have to flip it around. And what are we being Epoch? We're being Epoch the second Machlaikis. Rav, I'm Avlad Shtuki. Rav holds that Arusno Sheibra, Avlad Shtuki. Because a Suffolk Mamzer is a Suffolk Mamzer, the Osir bin Mamzeris. The Shmuel and Shmuel said a Vlad Mamzer. Then, no, you treat the Vlad like a Mamzer, and that's the Shitasai, because he holds that Vadon Bisfakan are really going to be Motta, says the Gemara. So, if the two Machloikis in Rav and Shmuel are really the Shitasayu, so the Kasha that we're going to have now is going to be a different Kasha. And that is Tarti Lamali. Why do I need two Machlaikis? Meaning, first the Gemara thought that Rav and Shmuel are contradicting each other. And if that's the case, the Gemara said, I have a stira Rav and Shmuel. The Rami, the Rav, the Rav, the Rami, the Shmuel, the Shmuel. The Gemara says, no, they're not contradicting each other. Okay, if they're not contradicting each other, right, either way, you're stuck. It's Oilim Agad, Oilim Loyagad. Okay, so they have a different Kasha. Kasha is, why do I need the Machlaikis twice? And the Gemara says, I'll tell you why I need it a second time. Because I only had the first. Machloik is between Rab and Shmuel. Meaning, Machloik is Rab and Shmuel regarding the Mishnayas here in Asura Yuchsin. Whether we pass like the Tanakami pass on Rabbi Lazar, I would have thought, Baha Kama Rab, maybe it's Tavko over here that Rab said that the Allah is like Rabbi Lazar, that a Shtuki is Asabim Mamzeres, and the reason is Mishum de Rav Kshayimatzla. Because Rav are Kshayimatzla, meaning most of the people that could have been Ba on this woman would have been Ksherim, so that Alpiroiv, the child, is not going to be a Mamzer. Now Rashi says that the reason this is the case is because in our Mishnah, the Shtuki was a Pnuya. So this was a woman that was a Pnuya. She wasn't a married woman. And being that she was a Pnuya, because Pashas, if she was a married woman, there wouldn't be a Suffolk. You'd say, Rabbi Lezacharabal. Her husband would be the father. But she was a Pnuya. Being that she was a Pnuya, in most situations, the child is not going to be a Mamzer. Right? How would a Pnuya's child be a Mamzer? She would have to be ba on a chavi krisos, maybe on an eved vayvikachavim. If you hold avlan mamzer, right? It would be a little bit hard. So al pi roiv ruba the ruba of scenarios are going to result in the child being a kosher. So maybe davk over there. Rav says, "What you're going to tell me? The shtuki is muta mamzeres." I understand that maybe what happened over here was illicit, but roiv ksheremetzla. Abel Hossam. However, as it relates to the Arusa Sheibra, the Roy Psulim over there, Roy Psulim. Why? Because this woman was never. Now, if the child came from her husband, even though Kalavalei Brachas Asur Kenida, so it was awesome, but the child's not going to be a Mamza. But anyone else who might, who would have fathered the child with this woman, she's a regular Ish. And as a result, the child for sure would have been a Mamza. So being that that's the case, being that you have Roy supporting over here, the sad that he's a Mamza, so maybe over here he's Moidu Tashmul. And meaning he holds that Allah is like the Tanakama and the Shtuki is going to be Mutter be Mamzeres. And I only had the second Machloik. I would have thought maybe a Fakertes Farah. Right? Sometimes the Gemara will say, not to give me a, an explanation why in the one sheet we're handling, in Rab, why you can say Fakertes. Once there's a Svarah that Rab only said is Allah in the first case, so if Shmuel is Chaylik in the 
I need to know Shmuel Shita, right? But the Gemara says, in Rav Gufa, I can go both ways. Meaning, if Yitna Bahaka, I only had the second Machloikis, I would have thought, Bahakam Arab, Mishum de Ikod, Lemitla Baaris. Because I would have thought that being at the end of the day, there is a husband over here, albeit, Nida. But there is a husband over here, so maybe that's enough of a reason that I would be toiling the Aras. And it's for that reason I would say that there the halacha is, that Rav holds, that I'm not willing to allow this child to marry Imam Zeres. But as it relates to the first case where there's no Aras, maybe over there I would think he's Maidat Shmuel. And the Gemara says, therefore I needed Bomachlaikism. But the bottom line is, we started for the Kash, we had a stira. Rav and a steer in Shmuel. For Rami the Rav the Rav, Rami the Shmuel the Shmuel. So the first thing the Gemara did was Epoch. There's no steer. Rav is consistent and Shmuel is consistent. Rav holds Allah is like Rabbi Loza, Shtuki is Aser be Mamzer, and Shmuel holds that, like this Tanakama, like the Stam Mishnah in the beginning of Asari Yuchsin, Kula Mutar and Lavi Zabazah. That Avada, they're going to be Mutar. Why do I need the Machlik is Rav and Shmuel twice? The Gemara explained. Going back to the original question, or if you want, you really don't have to be tepoch. Go, meaning the original machloik is Rav and Shmuel, I'll tell you, is the way it is. And the second machloik is Rav and Shmuel is also the way it is. Meaning Rav said that Arusa She'ibra Havlad Mamza. And Shmuel said Havlad Shtuki. What was the problem with that? The problem was Havlad Mamza sounds like that really the child is a shtuki, but you're treating the shtuki like a mamzer. That's good if you hold like the Tanakama, that Vadom is faking a mutter. But if you hold that Vadom is faking a oser, so it's not that way. So, tomorrow, my mamzer, the Kama Rav, when Rav said a flat mamzer, he didn't mean, meaning this was the Teresh of Alpeh, this was the Shtukal Torah that we named on to explain the Machloikis, Rav and Shmuel. That's not what the Machloikis is, that's not what Rav is saying. Rav did not mean Mutabim Mamzeris, Elod Asabibas Yisrael. When he said Mamzer, he meant Safik Mamzer. That's what he meant. He meant Shtuki, what we would call Shtuki. He meant Asabibas Yisrael. But the Gemara says, okay, Ushmulama, what did Shmul say? Havlad Shtuki. What did he mean when he said Vlad Shtuki? The Asabibas Yisrael. Then what's Rav and Shmul arguing about? Bishloim of Rav is saying Mamzer, meaning treat this child like a real Mamzer. Okay, so that's. His halach, he's passing like the Tanakam. And Shmuel's saying, Shtuk, you know, treat it like a Suffolk. Okay, that's the halach. He's passing Rabbi Lod. Promise, Rami the Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi the Shmuel, the Shmuel. But if Mamza just means Suffolk, albeit Asavavas Yisrael, and Shmuel, when he said Suffolk, obviously it means Asavavas Yisrael. So they're saying the same thing. So the Gemara says, Ella, my Shtuk, you know, you want to know what Shmuel meant when he was Moisif Shtuk? He meant to say, Shemeshaske noisemidin kuna. He meant to say that this child, if his father was a Kayin, meaning the Oros over here, was a Kayin, then he's not going to be treated like a Kayin. That's what he meant to be Moisif. So Rav said, he's a Suffolk Mamzer. He said Mamzer, but he meant Suffolk Mamzer. And Shmuel's being Moisif today. You know what he's saying? Not only are you a Suffolk Mamzer, we also can't treat you like a Kayin. So what's the Gemara's Kasha? Pshita, Hashtabidin Yisrael, Meshaskin, Olebidin Kuna, Mibayle. Right, if this person wants to go for Aliyah, it's Kayin, there's Zichig and Shishkin. Madach with Meshaskin on his. Being mutalavi bekala, that's a hoisafa? What, what is that? You don't even need to say that. Elamai shtuki, you know what he meant to say? What Shmuel meant to say was, is that if this person's going to want to ever yarshin, let's say his father, the Aris, would die. Okay, so he'd come for the Yerusha. We would tell him, no, 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 we're not so sure. But the Marseille's also pshita. Again, that's a hoisafa. It's so obvious. It's not a machlik, it's Rav and Shmuel. It's pshita, mi odinu nabu manu. If we don't know who his father is, how's he taking the Yerusha? The Marseille's talking about where he went already and he chapped the Yerusha. The question is, could he keep the Yerusha or could he not keep the Yerusha? That's something I might have not known. So Shmuel came to say, Right, that if he wants to chap it, we're going to take it away from him because of the Meshaskin. If he buy the same thing, I can tell you a different pshat in what Shmuel was coming to be Moisif, and that is, my Shtuki Beduki. Shmuel held like Abishal that the shtuki is the beduki. And what does that mean? Shaboitkin os imoy. We ask the mother, right? We do bedikis. Ve'oimeres le'kashin avalti. And if she says le'kashin avalti, then the halach is nemenes, she is going to be believed. So Shmuel take the word shtuki and replace it with beduki. And that's what he's coming to be most of. But he's coming to say, Rab, I hear what you're saying. You're saying an arusa she'ibro avlad mamza. I know you don't mean vlad mamza. I know you're shita. You mean avlad shtuki. I'm coming to be chaylik with you. And I'm coming to say it's not going to be shtuki, but it's going to be beduki. So the Gemara says, "Come on, Rabbi Gamliel. This is obviously in accordance with Shita's Rabbi Gamliel. Who's Rabbi Gamliel? So Rabbi Gamliel is the Shita 
that we saw earlier, on Daf Ayin Dalad Amad Aleph, Rabbi Gamliel, the first parakim is Sechdis Ksubis Fein, where Rabbi Gamliel says that if a woman was Nivala, we don't know who she was Nivala to, so she's believed to say who she was Nivala to. So essentially, what Shmuel is saying is that Allah has worked Gamliel. But the Gemara says that I need Shmuel now to tell me that Allah has worked Gamliel. Oh, my Shmuel called this in the Shmuel already said Allah has worked Gamliel. The time we went to the Mishnah, he said, Muberes, if a woman is Muberes, from Allah, they said, Matibish, they said, Who is this child? And she said, Me, Ishploy, me, the Kayano. Oh, what do you mean? The man was a Kayan. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Lazar, I mean, a menace. Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Lazar, both say she's believed. Rabbi Shmuel, I mean, ain't on a menace. That she's not believed. I'm Rabbi Domashmuel, Halachic, Rabbi Gamliel, Halachic, Rabbi Gamliel. So we know already that Shmuel Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. So if Shmuel already Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel, why would Shmuel have to Paskin like Rabbi Gamliel here again? So, the Gemara, it's Rikha, you need it to be me awesome. Had I only had Rabbi Gamliel. In Masechtis Ksubas, I mean, I would have thought, Hasam Rev Ksherim Matzal. Over there, most of the men that she could have been Nivala to would have been Ksherim, right? She was a woman, again, that was a Pnuya, and because she was a Pnuya, so most of the men would have been Ksherim. But over here, most of the men are Psulim. Why are most of them Psulim? Because she's in Arusa, she's an Eshesish. I mean, that she's an Eshesish, so most of the men are Psulim. So, hey, Maloy, I would have thought over here it's different. So the Gemara says, Therefore, I needed Shmuel to tell me his Allah here, just like he said it over there. So, what was the Chiddush of Shmuel? The Chiddush of Shmuel was that my Shtuki, Beduki, and we're going to do something that we try not to do. We're going to stop here.